0: God has a lot of revelation to give. And for me, it has blessed me so much because it imparts wisdom, the wisdom that comes from God. And as we all know, we have the wisdom of this world and we have the wisdom of God. If I have said the wisdom of this world is leading to nothing, but the wisdom of God leads to life abundance. We must not mistake the wisdom of this world as the wisdom of God. Like in the wisdom of this world, gain is success. But according to God's wisdom, gain is loss. Gain is a minus. As for God's wisdom, loss is gain. That's the paradox of it. The more you lose, According to the wisdom of God, you are growing in ascendancy. While on earth here, the more you grow, you see our success. And that is why, as the wisdom takes us deeper and deeper, we must understand the language of divine wisdom. And that's what Jesus is communicating today in this gospel. He said to the crowds, the kingdom of heaven is like, so he now uses something that we all know to describe how this kingdom operates. Because it's a different kingdom. And if you and I belong to that kingdom, we must act in accordance with the lifestyle and the demands of that kingdom. We must seek that kingdom wisdom. It's like a treasure hidden in a field which a man found and covered up. Then in his jaw he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. First of all, we must see the kingdom of God as a treasure. An inestimable treasure. Treasure of the highest value. That can only happen to you. You can only see the kingdom of God from that perspective until the Holy Spirit opens your eyes. That's why you find two Christians. One is making so much sacrifice. One is doing so much to hold and cling to that reality. Why one will be saying, look at this one. Not only they go church, because the value the two of them are attached to the kingdom is different. What determines what you do towards the kingdom is the amount of value that crystallizes in your heart. Just like this, you know, dimension. Now, just suppose you have a friend, and you say, "I want to go and buy one something, maybe a land somewhere inside a bush." As we are in Abuja here, you don't say, I go to go and buy land. You didn't buy land in Abuja town. You didn't buy any. Like you start going after Giri, down, down one village somewhere inside a the bush there. And they will charge you so much. And you tell your friends, man, I'm buying a land in a place. They say, excuse me. This land there for what? It has no value there. Why are you wasting your money there? That is a blind investment. Nobody will do that except he has seeing something there that has what? That has great value. So we must pray the Holy Spirit in our hearts to truly show us the value of the kingdom. Because until you see the value of the kingdom, you can't even live the kingdom life. When I tell you to live the kingdom life, it's like I'm forcing you to do what is not acceptable or what is not pleasurable to you. Why some are making sacrifices? Keeping themselves for the kingdom. Others are saying it doesn't matter. The problem is not that they don't believe. The problem is the value they attach to, to what the kingdom is to them. You see, he says all he has to go and buy this. Now, child of God, in your journey to far, what and what have you truly given up because of the value you have discovered when it comes to the things of the kingdom? Do you sometimes regret the things you have done for the kingdom? Some regrets. Oh, if I had known what I did last year or what I did this year, I would have done it. Because for me, it's useless. No! Judas, when that woman with the ambassador of oil, very expensive, came and was applying the oil at the feet of Jesus, while the woman was weeping and was showing love to Jesus, Judas, he knew the, the cost of that oil. And when he came in, he perceived the aroma of the oil and he said, wow, where is this perfume coming from? It's an expensive perfume. This is a desirable perfume. And he saw that the girl there was applying this at the feet of Jesus. And all he could say is, wow, this should have been sold. Why waste it on the feet of Jesus? Let us sell it and make plenty of money. And use the money probably to help the poor. And Jesus said something. He said, the poor you have always. but me, you don't always have me. So for Judas, it was a waste. I planned that expensive oil and the feet of Jesus, that one might have sold it. and got with the big money. So sometimes, some hearts still think like Judas. Well, why should I give God the best? He doesn't deserve it. Well, you can give the best to yourself. So we must pray the Holy Spirit to reveal to us the cost of the kingdom. Because the kingdom must cost you something. You cannot have the world and have the kingdom. It's not possible. You must trade the world and have the kingdom. That's a Christian journey. That does not mean that we're not interacting in the world. But we cannot have the world 100%. We approach the world as expect to have the kingdom. Because for you to have the world 100%, it means that you must involve yourself with the wisdom of this world, which is the wisdom of gain. The wisdom of accumulation. The wisdom of the world standard. The wisdom that men will call you successful because of what and what you've achieved in the world. And today we celebrate a young man. I was listening to one person who was just giving the reflection on this today. Who said, was born in the heart of Igbo land. A place where business is the hallmark not just of the culture, but of the people. And this man was not captured by this. But he gave all, he sacrificed all, even himself, to pursue something. You need to go and read the history of this young man. How he suffered, not only in Nigeria, but even when he went to land, and he was there, how he suffered racism, how he was secluded because his English was not polished and all that. He did not give up. He knew that this difference makes no difference in his life. He kept pursuing what he saw. A man of his color cannot just live that kind of life unless he has seen something. He saw a treasure, and for him to trade everything for that treasure was a mistake. Was a mistake. He sold everything. He basically gave up everything, suffered the pains the shame and continued. And today, you can see all over the world, his name has become a common name because of what he's witnessing for Christ. When we suffer, how do we feel? Especially when it has to do with your faith. We feel so soft, we feel offended. That's the right word. Every little thing, we feel offended because we're still full of ego. We're still full of some level element of pride. We must suffer if we truly say we have seen the kingdom as a treasure. You should be able to bear every pain that will come. Every ups and downs that will come. And that's why you should not get discouraged when you are convinced about something and God has laid in your hand, of hand. Why do you seek the opinion of people to endorse it? To say, ah, they must agree with you. They will not agree with you. Yes, they will not agree with you. And when they stand against you, you'll Feel offended, he said, Why are you doing this to me? And sometimes it, when it comes from a very, a very a fellow Christian, we say, No, it should have happened to me. Why should a Christian, a fellow Christian, do this to me? Oh, child of God, sorry. Who betrayed Jesus? A fellow disciple, an apostle for that matter. Even the times he suffered more in the hands of his fellow monks than even from the world. And so that expects a cosy Christianity who should be ready to trade anything for the kingdom. So, no price is too much for us to pray to please God. Whatever it will cost you, pay the price. Because the suffering of the present moment, the Bible says, cannot be compared to the glory that will come after that. The glory is our focus. Paul says, What I waste me now is a crown of glory. He has seen it. That's why he could suffer anything. He said, Is it buried? He said, Is it hunger? Is it nakedness? Is it, is it persecution? Is it, is it sword that will separate me from this love I have found in Christ Jesus? What is separating you today? You have started a journey, but something is separating you. You are dodging from all the costs that will be messed on you because you believe. You want it soft. You should receive the bruises that go with your faith. You must receive all the wounds that goes with your witnessing. Yes, part of your testimony is not the testimony of goods and services that you receive because God has blessed you. Your greater testimony is the wounds you have received. The pains you have borne in the course of standing for the truth of the gospel. This is what makes a difference. When the Bible says we have conquered the devil by the blood of the Lamb and by the words of we testimony. We think the testimony is a testimony of praise the Lord. The Lord, has, the Lord is good all the time. All the time, the Lord is good. You are fooling yourself if you think that's the testimony. When I talk about the testimony of what the pains you have bore, the endurance you have allowed into your heart, the things you have tolerated because you want God to reign at times in your life, all the pains you have received because you want Jesus to have preeminence in every case that shows up in your life—these are the testimonies. When you show up, the devil sees the scars on you. He knows you have. You and you've enjoyed it not because you like it, not because you couldn't talk but because you want Jesus to always have the preeminence. We celebrate a man today who allowed himself to pass through the mud and the stones of life and he enjoyed all of them because he saw a treasure he was able to pay the price and Jesus had preeminence both while he was in Nigeria and even while he was in Newfoundland. They were the ones who said this man is a great man because they saw the fruit of the gospel coming out of him like an aroma you will be encouraged today to pay the price. Pray the Holy Spirit. Show me the price I should pay for my own salvation. Show me the price I should pay in witnessing for Christ. It will come. It will come. So I can hold on to it tenaciously. When sometimes you say, ah, this is the cross God has given to me. Don't take it grudgingly. Accept it wholeheartedly. I say, Lord, if for your sake, I will pay this. Finally, James says, count it all joy. Everybody say, let me hear you. When all, tests, when all kinds of diverse tests temptation, temptation difficulty, difficulty, unpleasant realities unpleasant comes, your comes your way. Yes, count it joy. things don't work out the way you want. Count it joy. things go down. County joy is an opportunity for you to showcase the right attitude. That's the wisdom of the kingdom. And the Bible says. Wisdom speaks to her children. So at this Mass, we present ourselves again and we ask the grace of God to help us respond adequately to a demand of grace. So each day that comes, we count in our journey of life. Because the greatest waste you can have is to allow each day come and go without it counting in my eternity, without it counting in your eternity. May God bless those that through Christ as our Lord.